Right then, Jakey boy, we're live. Hi, Luke. So, hey. welcome to the Estate Agents podcast um, in gorgeous, sunny California. Uh, just come out to buy the pool rather than doing it inside a room. Um, my partner in crime for this trip is young Jake. Thank you very much for um, having me, Luke. So, we've been on day one of the Tom Ferry Summit uh, 2019. Really? How would you sum it up, Jake? Uh, surreal. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing him there in the flesh and you know for the first time seeing his videos compared to him live yeah. really able to captivate an audience and if you have to give a mark out of 10 bearing in mind this is day one. Ooh, bearing in mind this is day one it's got to be an eight because it can only yeah. get better <laughs> fantastic so what out of all the things so we covered lots and lots of content so we had four hours we had four hours of tom speaking absolutely solid all the way through yeah what were your kind of key takeaways um kind of learning as an estate agent to adapt and evolve Okay. Um, I think that's one of the massive things. It, you know, the economy doesn't care if you're a big corporate. It doesn't care if you're a small independent. If you're not prepared to be open for change, yeah, you're going to ultimately perish. It? So it comes back to fixed mindset or growth mindset. One hundred percent. Cool. So one of the startling facts that I uh, that I kind of touched on was uh, or thought about was when he mentioned about there's over 140 billion dollars worth of agents fees in Europe. Obviously, yeah. we're in Europe. Yep, because uh, it was 90 billion in America. Um, 90 billion dollars in America, um, but also our friends in Australia, if you're watching this as well, the amount of potential fees there are out there. Um, but one of the questions he asked is, what are you doing to get in the way of your past clients? Because there's lots of um, companies out there that are data mining, buying yep. data, spending spending billions I think one of the figures was, was that they spent 16 billion dollars on billion. advertising in order to try and get people's data to um, that, that you already hold within your databases so what are you doing to actually get in front of your uh, past clients um, so um, just to make sure that those companies that are trying to buy that data don't get a look in yeah. um, and there was a great quote with that kind of uh, kind of Darwinism uh, kind of Darwinism quote, wasn't it? So, um, businesses, economic Darwinism, those who adapt and change survive, survive and thrive. Yep. Which was, uh, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. I so, right, because he spoke about the fact that there's people now that are seeing the figures that are banding around and they're not necessarily in our industry and they wanted to come in and take a piece of our farm. So, what are we going to do to yep. you know, ensure that that doesn't happen? No, cool. So, um, so what, what, what else, because we did the eight drivers of geometric growth was one of them, and it was quite a good little analogy about the three little pigs. Yeah, I like so that. So what kind of, bit? and this was where they were talking about what kind of business are you growing, um, and then he put a picture of the three little pigs, and obviously we know the story about um, how they made their houses, um, and he asked everyone to pick which house resembles your business. And perhaps there may be some people actually picked houses ashore. Yeah. Um, the overriding opinion was brick, wasn't it? The, yeah. Yeah. So that, so you've obviously got your wood, your straw, and then your brick. Um, but then he kind of threw a curveball there and said, "Well, actually, what you should be doing is building yourself a castle with a big moat around it. So your business should be the, the castle, and the moat should be all the way around it, and you should be concentrating on digging that moat to be deeper." and your customers should be within that castle where you're protecting your customers um, and that moat is full of crocodiles so if anyone did try to get across uh, the gap then too late, they already have Charlie waiting there and, as he said yeah, and, you're, 
and you're protecting those customers, your colleagues, all within that castle, which was a really, really great, great analogy. So, um, and um, so some of the other things um, that um, that he touched on was about his kind of five things to thrive in yeah. this current marketplace. Um, one, the first one is effectively marketing to your database. So how effective? And consistency was the key thing from today as well. Yeah, kind of being disciplined at what you do on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, crushing your farm area and how are you marketing to them? Um, and one of them was the uh, the ultimate uh, quarterly uh, market summary yeah, report, so, wasn't it? Yeah, he touched on about it can be as simple as anything, like down to what prices were achieved. Um, you know how much it had been effective within the marketplace over that period, but it just comes down. That you, you've got all this information, haven't you? You've got all this information it's in your database somewhere. Yeah. Just communicate it. Just communicate it with them. Um, mega open houses. Open houses. Yeah, big one. Uh, mega open houses. So, how are you doing? Kind of world class open houses. We spoke um, about getting the neighbourhood yeah. kind of picked up as a result. And yeah. Um, advertising. What advertising are you doing? Uh, but building awareness and becoming that trusted advisor. And one of the things he kept on bringing it back to was video. Videos. Video, food. video, 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 video. And one of the key stats he had was he had Google two years ago, um, and Google predicted in two years' time, so 2019, 88% of the content consumed around the internet would be video. And we're in 2019 now. And How is it all consumed? And, and, what that's, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's all video. What are we do, What are we doing now? Yeah. So, video, 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 and don't worry about. Oh, does my hair look good with this? Uh, I haven't done my makeup today. Just get out there, make it real, make it edgy, because that's what makes it believable. You probably laugh. Um, it's like on this at the minute. I'm squinting like hell because I've got my sunglasses on and the sun's in my. But it's absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely it's beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I don't know what the temperature is. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. 27 not to be sniffed at so um, and he talked about how size matters yeah we often try and go on having uh, you know the principles of having a fit database but actually yeah. um, you know it, it doesn't actually hurt to have the numbers of past clients or you know having a large database yeah. because his the attitude was twice a year yeah. he's still kind of working yeah, yeah. The, opportunity, the, opportunity, the opportunities are in there so what, what, what else did you take from that kind of first part that you did on your notes? Yeah, I think um, for me it was increase the frequency uh, and, okay. the, and the size of, of repeat referral business. Um, whether that be referral through to your advisors that you've got working in-house, your solicitors, but more importantly as well, your key referrers that aren't just other people that you know of, um, such as estate agents in the area, but also as well um, friends of families, you know, not being afraid to actually can we, yeah. you know, help? Well, he talked about asking for a referral at three times during the transaction, didn't he? Yeah, that's correct. So during the transaction, he asked about um, asking for a referral opportunity within three times. And I think at that point, I had to nip off to, to the little boys' room. Yeah, so, so what, what were the kind of stages that he recommended that we could ask for a referral? So he, he even went as far to say is at the point that you actually get a signed agency agreement yeah. um, from somebody. Um, just saying, you know, at the point of where you've done enough to obviously initially win the business, there shouldn't be any fears because you've been cool. able to do such a great job in yeah. seeing if there's anybody else. Okay, so winning, winning the business, getting outside agency. Yep. Um, he also as well said after the mega open house, he said again, because okay. of the, the sheer volume of people that you're going to have around, yeah. 
um, you know, it, it should be something that's normal, it's not kind of pushed. Or so that's probably your buyers and your vendors? Uh, yep, both. Where you can get the referral opportunity from? Um, okay. Absolutely. Um, he also as well touched on um, about being able to display overcoming complex um, kind of issues with whether it's like sales chasing or at the point where you've overcome say a sticky point for a hurdle the, maybe yeah. there's been a, a bit of a challenge to overcome yeah yep yep he was saying because that if anything shows that you're kind of experienced and able to deal with things that are arguably the, the hardest times yeah as opposed to just being perceived yeah. as oh you agree we're all good when, it, when it's yeah. going, going our way but the agency earn the money don't they when there's a when complex there's a case yeah and yeah. um, one of his final ones um, which I know, to be fair, I know that we're quite kind of hot on, so to speak, is, is when you actually hand them the keys, when they're physically there yeah. in the office. Um, you know, it should be a key, yeah. key point there. But if you don't, if you don't ask, you don't, you don't get. get. It's so true. Yeah, and and that was what one of the final one of final, the, final kind of phrases. One so, of the limits that he spoke yeah. about as well, wasn't it? Um, and one of the questions that he was asking, and there's going to be a big session on this, I think, on the Thursday, is what are your three limiting beliefs that are holding you back at the moment? So what are the three things in your business or office or activities that are holding you back at the minute? So what are those three limiting beliefs? But then to counteract that, what are the three positive beliefs that you can replace them with to, to, to kind of blow them out the water yeah. um, with it? So um, then we kind of moved on to... Um, is 37 ways to generate more referrals and I think we got to was it 20 18 I make it 18 we got 18 so 37 ways to generate more referrals now I think we're going to be candid and not reveal all 18 <laughs> so I'm going to let few. you pick out two of your favourite ones there, Jake. Two of my favourite yeah. ones. Well, to be fair, I think that to the first provide some gold back to uh, our listeners and uh, watchers back at home. And if any of our Australian friends, um, as I pointed out on the real estate gym, that I was over here, so I'd gladly report back any key takeaways. So, your two, Jake. Yeah, I think uh, the first one that I'd go for um, is once a quarter thank everyone. I thought that was absolutely huge. It's something okay. so simple that perhaps you know we kind of overlook just being able to actually physically produce a list of people that have either bought, listed with us, um, yeah. exchanged, yeah. Um, and sold. Just compiling a list, and again, whether or not you've had any of your key yeah. referrers. And they um, even um, and one of the ideas that I quite liked was that actually printed the names yeah. on an actual card and that is that a handwritten card of all the names that they're thanking go on there so if it's Mr. Mrs. Jones, Mr. Mrs. Smith, Mr. Holmes, it was personalised for then that it exact would, time. But, but for that quarter all those people that they've helped went on the front of that card and then they wrote to Mr. Holmes thank you very much for giving us your home at Smith Street to sell. I just thought that was quite a nice little touch because it just endorsed on the front all those people that you have helped. So it kind of reinforced social proof and all of that. It was just a nice, li nice little feature. Genuine gratitude, yeah. isn't it, as well, back to them. Cool, good um, example. So no, yeah, I thought that was one. Um, and then the other one that I really quite liked was, um, here. Uh, it was um, basically um, 
how can I put it, um, it was uh, the short videos, um, he, he brought up about video content, there was a lady that kind of supplied 25 cupcakes yeah. um, for saying about that it would you know, take 25 days for them to weather the storm and yeah. get through to exchange and one of the things that the lady did was... Um, so this was a kind of a creator surprise and delight campaign that's wasn't it? it? Yeah, the surprise So it wasn't necessarily maybe on exchange or on completion no. or um, when you tie up a sale get a contract signed. Um, but it was once you've agreed that sale, um, so she would send 25 cupcakes. Yep, that's right. And I think some of them even gone as far as putting maybe finding a picture of their son or child on Instagram, Instagram wasn't putting it? a picture of their son or child on top of the cupcakes. But on average, it took them 25 days from agreeing that sale to getting exchange, exchange. or completion. Yeah. So they say we're going to be going through lots of difficult times over the next 25 days, but this is to make it a little bit sweeter. Call it like the cupcake countdown, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, cupcake <laughs> countdown. Um, and also doing a little personalised video to them. Yeah, yeah. basically just again thanking them and, and kind of prepping them really for what was ahead. Yeah, absolutely. They were the kind of two yeah. standouts for me, I think, um, you know, out of the yeah. possible ones that you brought to a head for us. Yeah. So. A lot of it was on video, so mm, we all very much know um, he, he was very much endorsing video and I think it goes back as far as saying 2007, so this was I think his 16th or 17th summit, yep. so 2007 he was talking about get onto video, get onto video, and not many people in, in, went in all in, yep. but 2009 a lot of the key agents there that are smashing, absolutely smashing it over here oh, now, went, went into video and when we think how long have we all been into video? Probably nowhere near as long as that. Maybe a year, two years, three yeah. years, four years, Absolutely. five years max, maybe for some of them. But some of my key takeaways is Seth Godin, find your tribe. Yeah, find your tribe, massive. You can't serve everyone. So you have got to tr find your tribe and then they'll get your vibe yeah. as well with it. So um, one of my things is Let's get out into the local community even more. Let's book in to go and see the head teacher. Let's book in to go and see the restaurant. Let's book in to go and see the local neighbourhood watch police officer. Let's go and have a conversation with them. Um, let's get them on video. You've got content that you can be putting out as a blog, as a podcast, as a video. Um, but then equally, those guys and girls that you're interviewing are going to be getting your vibe so that um, they can become part of the tribe as well. So. Yeah. Um, so I really like that idea. Um, one of the things was about doing at least four events throughout the year yep. where you're getting your referrers, your past clients in. So whether or not it's a first-time buyer event, so maybe run two first-time buyer events, get local solicitors, mortgage advisors, people down to explain, get it filmed. You've then got something to put out to a first-time buyer when they register with you to explain about the process you're then seen as the first time buyer friendly agent, you want to help them, that first time buyer is then going to become a seller. So it's not expensive, you can do it in your own branch, you can hire a local community room, anything like it's that. The network that that opens up though as well, I mean you talk about the first time buyer, they're most likely going to be within a circle of other people that are first time buyers. Yeah. Oh look, we've just learned about you know what the process is through such and such pass you on straight away. Well they're going to be in a similar stage of life aren't yep. they? So maybe haven't got children, buy the first house, two, three years later they get children, need a bigger Hands house, change. maybe need to extend, use your mortgage broker to to refinance, whatever whatever it is. So yeah. they're there to, to have their hand held and they're going to remember those moments, so be there for the moments that matter. So um, then 
one of the really great things that I really liked was the ultimate quarterly direct mail-out, which yeah. we touched on earlier. That was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was really, to see how he broke it. He'd actually simplified it really, really well Really simple, well, hadn't he? but really effective. And that was to send it out to your clients on a quarterly basis, yep. a map of all the properties that you've been instructed on and sold over the past quarter, key stats about how your area is performing, average price, maybe days on market, yep. number of properties available, number of properties sold over the past 12 months, etc., etc. Um, then a call to action and to get that sent out to your database, but sent old-fashioned way, not emailed, yep. but sent in the old-fashioned yep. way, whether or not it's hand-delivered or, or sent out by, by raw mail. Um, so that was that was one of the uh, one of the key things that, that I kind of found. Um, and then it was kind of the, the four things talked about all the time, wasn't it? That he kind of went into um, before getting onto his story. Yeah, getting onto his story about the paddle boating and row row rowing. <laughs> yeah. um, and we'll we'll have to see if we can uh, try and find a video of that because we won't be able to tell it in the same way. No, but it's very not. relevant that maybe over, it's about having two businesses now one that's going to where you need to be running your business to stockpile the cash yeah. um, but then one business that you're preparing then for what's going to potentially come in 2020 2011 or 2022 sorry 2020 2021 um, maybe where you're going to need that stockpile of cash where the market has changed because of the way the uh, economies are talking or economics are talking about what's going on in the market, particularly over here, there's that kind of, they're talking themselves into a bit a of, recession, of a recession. recession. Um, we've obviously got the dreaded B word back at home. Uh, yep. um, Australia, I think you've had change of prime minister, uh, or you've got certainty now around the prime minister and the interest rates dropping, so there's a bit more positivity there. Yeah. So, um, and just one last thing is uh, using a niche review to demonstrate your ability. So. Um, we all know how important reviews are. They're, talk, they're speaking for us when um, we're not at the office, when we're with a client, people are Google stalking us as, as we speak. So if that review talks about you overcome a particular objection, your video or your marketing was exceptional, use that to reinforce uh, on your listing presentations. So um, they, they were some of the things from uh, today's four hour yeah. and it just flew by. It, yeah I was going to say it didn't feel like that at all to be just fair. Just flew by. So tomorrow we've got Tom Ferry again, Yep. we've got Chris, Chris Voss, Voss, the FBI hostage negotiator, really looking forward to seeing to see him, him again, in. seeing him at ARAC two, three years ago and then we've got two breakout sessions breakout in sessions. the afternoon um, and from the breakout sessions absolutely amazing in terms of the kind of typical content that we could be doing there. So we've got things like Instagram X Factor, marketing multipliers, convert and close more leads, how to generate more income from your expired listings, triple your sales, to team or not to team, how to value and sell your practice, coaching conversations, the benefit of tech-enabled coaching. Then you've got things like 2020 video marketing, how to leverage video to the max and grow your business faster, yeah. no hard bold, bad interviews, mastering the art of objection handling, the four times multiplier, how to produce pro-grade videos, how to build and maximize your profits, seven life lessons, uh, expired role play championship, level 10 health. And that's, so we get to pick one of those in, in one session, one of them in the other session to go along to, yeah. and then 
there's more breakout sessions on the Thursday as well. So really is a great, great event. Um, well worth the money already. Um, they're already selling tickets for next year at uh, 199. So anyone yep, that's thinking of an event to go to, hands down value for money. And you get this gorgeous sunshine as well. <laughs> so um, I hope everyone back at home's enjoyed watching this Facebook Live. I'd love you to let us know what your best takeaway comment from this Facebook Live is in the comments box below. Um, we're going to be dropping it out as a podcast as well for those that are driving, using their cars, university on wheels. Um, take care. See you all soon. Thank you very much.